0: had the honor and privilege of performing this Saturday evening entertainment at the 2023 lwML national Convention and so we wanted to share that with all of you so here is part one of our show and we'll share the second half next week enjoy
1: right, let's go yeah Sarah Aaron, do you <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, hello. And welcome, Lutheran Women in Mission, to the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast live from the Wisconsin Center in Milwaukee. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. For those of you who don't know us, we are the hosts of the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast produced by KFUO Radio and moderators of the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge community on Facebook Instagram, and our e-newsletter numbering over (laughs) 20,000.
2: Yeah. We exist to celebrate and to build community among Lutheran women.
1: To learn more about our shared history and culture.
3: To laugh and delight in the fellowship we share as sisters in Christ. We rejoice in our Lutheran confessions
0: that bind us together, and we also hold to the conviction that Lutheran looks a little different, and that begins with us. For example, Erin is an expert cook and seamstress, and
2: I am not.
1: (laughs) Bree is a gifted visual artist and hilarious stand-up comedian. It's true. And I am also not that.
3: (laughs) Sarah is a bonafide hashtag hymn nerd and a Four Seasons bicycle commuter. And I am absolutely not
2: that. I do not even own a bike. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) And
0: Rachel is a veteran wordsmith and passionate bookworm. And I am. I am that. That is you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. If Erin were a potluck dish, she would be Braunschweiger and artisanal crackers.
1: Absolutely, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Rachel would be a homegrown kale salad with honey vinaigrette. Mm. No one clapped at that. No one ever claps at that.
3: It's oh give it up God. for kale, you guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's vitamins and minerals.
2: Brie would be a party sub. Mm.
1: Brie is a party sub. Hey, I am pretty much a walking <laughs> party
3: sub. It's true. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Smattering of applause. <laughs> Sarah would be almond flour shortbread cookies. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes, there we they go. are delicious. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We finally
0: got to dessert. <laughs> mm. Vastly different dishes on the same
2: beautiful Lutheran potluck table, created
1: and blessed by God, redeemed by Christ, and filled with the Holy Spirit. That's that's us. Mm. It's true. Yes.
3: And if that's you too, well, what can we say other than welcome to the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge?
1: Tonight, you are going to see little bits of our podcast done in many different ways. And first up, we are going to hear some trivia facts about Wisconsin. <laughs>
2: Ordinarily, <laughs> when I do trivia challenges, I keep the answers a secret, but here you're just getting straight-up trivia. We're going to celebrate the fact that we are in Wisconsin by learning some things that maybe you didn't know about Wisconsin, and maybe you did. So Wisconsin facts, number one, things Wisconsin is known for. Number one. A common nickname for Wisconsin is the Badger State. Not only do badgers thrive here, but early miners in the state dug holes in the ground to live in, just like badgers do. Number two, Wisconsin is the number one exporter of cranberries, sweet corn, and ginseng in the United States. As far as I know, the good people of Wisconsin do not raise badgers for export, but it'd be pretty (laughs) cool if they did. (laughs) The official motto of Wisconsin is forward. While state tourism slogans have included live like you mean it, life is so good, escape to Wisconsin, and stay just a little bit longer.
1: Um, I suggest though that um, you check with your hotel about the actual (laughs) checkout time tomorrow. They will charge you extra if you do stay with them a little longer. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll just uh,
2: leave that one off. (laughs) Fun fact number four, the opening day of deer season in Wisconsin is so popular that many businesses close And the day attracts so many hunters that Wisconsin opening day deer hunters would be the sixth or seventh largest army in the world if they were (laughs) grouped together. I actually fact-checked this. (laughs) The average firearm licenses between 2010 and 2020 were 569,203, which puts it between Iran and South Korea. The first American Girl doll was created in Middleton, Wisconsin in 1986. The first Wisconsin Lutheran girl was likely a member of Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, now a part of Mequon, which was organized in 1839 as the state's first Lutheran church. That's,
3: yeah.
1: One of our favorite types of podcast episodes are Breeze Radio Theater. We decided we wanted to bring one of those to you as a visual theatrical production. Mm -hmm. So tonight, we give you Trent and the Potluck Ladies. Or is it? Hmm, sit. So, I am playing Gladys. Gladys is a dry, quick-witted old woman and (laughs) and the president emeritus of her congregation's LWML. She serves as the church's unofficial historian and archivist, knowing everything and everyone in the congregation. The young men and women in the church live in fear of me, (laughs) but even they know that deep down, very deep down, she has a heart of gold (laughs) and an abiding love for her church and the people in it. And
0: I am Mabel, a sweet, round, grandmotherly type with a knack for spoiling children, for better or for worse. What I lack in brain cells, I make up for in heart and warm fuzzies. I'm often seen with a tin of coffee cake that I'm bringing to someone and participating in church meal trains.
2: I play Laura, (laughs) and I am the youngest of the three. So young that I have two grown children in college right now. (laughs) I'm serving in my third year as the president and chief organizer of the church's LWML group. Though Laura sometimes feels stuck in the middle of the generations, she is deeply committed to bridging the gap between older and younger women and is a vocal cheerleader for this vital ministry. Trent,
1: well, Trent Trent is Trent, you'll see. So, let me set the scene for you. This is the church basement, the multi-purpose room. This hosts everything from Bible studies to youth group gatherings, repasts, and wedding receptions. Today, it is serving as a venue for The reception after a new round of a group of confirmands going through examination. The (laughs) ladies are finishing, placing some, they're placing some finishing touches on the reception hall, laying out snacks, making punch, and folding napkins.
0: Well, Gladys, I can't believe it's been another year.
1: That's right, Mabel. Another year, another round of confirmands to take place to partake in the Lord's Supper.
2: And once again, our LWML group is doing a bang-up job of the post-questioning reception. Just look at this
0: spread. Oh, yes, those young men and women have put in a lot of hard work and studying. There's nothing like cake and punch to calm the
1: nerves. Mabel, have you met 13-year-olds? It calms me. Well, let's just hope
2: they balance out the cake with some of this delicious veggie crudite. Mm. I think we could all stand to get more vitamins and minerals and fiber out of our potlucks, don't you? You know, a, a salad that's actually a salad? You know, I have
0: to agree. And besides, ever since our Salmon Mold Gelatin Salad became a local meme on the TikToks, nobody wants to eat our Salmon Mold Gelatin Salad anymore. Shocking. Salads just aren't what they used to be.
1: Well, I think it's okay in some ways to get with the times. We can use Cool Whip and marshmallows and pudding packets for other things, surely. Yeah! Oh,
2: that reminds me, speaking of getting with the times...
1: (laughs) What's up, St. John's
3: Evangelical Lutheran Church?
1: Laura, (laughs) what did you do?
2: Listen, I I thought if we got our overly eager to the point of being borderline heretical worship leader, Trent, to provide some live entertainment at the reception tonight, I thought maybe our LWML group might look a little more hip, attractive to join. But
0: that's not Trent. Who is that?
3: I'm Trish, Trent's twin sister. Trent. Apparently, is in Milwaukee at an LLL convention or something. Okay. Anyway, I'm a musician for hire. I play weddings, funerals, local festivals, bar mitzvahs. I do it all. <laughs> <sighs> This is my first time doing a confirmation event, so I can add this to my list of available offerings on my website. And I'm doing this for free, just for you, a work of charity,
1: that's right. Well, thank heavens for small miracles. Hmm. Laura, can I talk with you in private? Okay. (laughs) Laura, what is this that you have going on over here? I don't know. I just thought maybe we could be a, a little more relevant. Are you talking about Mabel's comments about the salads? Maybe a little, kind
2: of, but it's more than that. You know how I feel.
1: I do. Back when I was president of the LWML, some members tried to convince me that the church should host a sin house for Halloween one year to attract the younger crowd. A a what? A sin house. You know, scaring the pants off kids. In a haunted house where every room is a punishment for a different sin, and as long as long as you left that house <laughs> believing in Jesus, all was okay. That sounds mm. awful. You are right. And it was not at all Lutheran either. Looking back, I am so glad I stood my ground. It would have been a laughingstock. <sighs> now... A concert with this woman at a post-confirmation event is not so bad, it's not, it's, it's not a sin house, and a salad without mayo and marshmallows totally has a place at the potluck table. But during my time as LWML president, there is one thing that I have learned over and over again, trends come and go. Sinful humans will always be in pursuit of the next big attractive thing to fill the pews, but.
2: But God
1: never changes. Bingo. Nothing beats word and sacrament. Nothing beats word and sacrament in growing the Lord's Church. We offer it. We love our neighbors. We pray for them. We make connections with them and pray that the Holy Spirit brings them back week after week.
2: Hearing that does help, even if it
1: means accepting that
2: I'm not actually in control.
1: It's hard, but it's freeing. Bam, (laughs) bam, 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 bam. It is tremendously freeing.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, Trish, thanks Thanks for giving us a a preview of all that you can offer.
3: Maybe we can just stick to hymns tonight? I don't know about hymns, but I can teach you a song that Trent and I have been working on. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Okay, ready? Ready. Let Let me get my starting note. Hold on. No, that's not it. Uh, There it is. Sisters in Christ. Sisters in Christ. Sisters until the end. Sisters in Christ. Sisters in Christ. You're my sister, neighbor, and friend. Everyone, let's do it. Sisters in Christ. Sisters Sisters in Christ. Christ. Sisters until the
0: end. Sisters in Christ. Sisters in Christ, you're my sister, neighbor, and friend. (laughs) Sisters in Christ! Sisters in Christ!
2: (laughs) While Trish is backstage for a minute, fixing her wig hair, Another few Wisconsin sta- facts, fun facts, trivia about this great state that is so hospitable to us this week. It is all about dairy here, isn't it? Yeah. More than just the Badger State, Wisconsin is also known as America's Dairyland, according to your license plates, at any rate. The dairy state, the cheese state, it produces more cheese than any other state and milk is the official state beverage, which kind of (laughs) surprises me given all the breweries around here. (laughs) In fact, the first cheese factory in the United States was established in Wisconsin in 1841. So like Lutherans only got here a couple years before the cheese factory. Wisconsin is also famous for its delicious cheese curds, and it is the only state in the nation... <laughs> yeah, cheese, oh, yeah. Curds. yeah. Right? cheese curds!
1: Cheese curds! <laughs>
2: it is the only state in the nation that offers a master cheesemaker program. Would cheese making count as an analog hobby, Erin? It does now,
1: absolutely, <laughs> on the list.
2: <laughs> and Wisconsin residents are also called Wisconsinites and cheese heads. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Fashionable. It's really... Of course, you don't just make cheese out of dairy. Wisconsin residents consume a total of approximately 21 million gallons of ice cream per year. Weak! Do better.
3: (laughs) Don't clap for that. That's weak sauce.
2: And I don't actually know whether that figure includes frozen custard because If it doesn't, (laughs) we're going to have to make it bigger. Wisconsin State has the most dairy cattle per square kilometer of any state in the U.S., and Wisconsin drivers legally have to give livestock right of way on the roads, although I don't know that you need to make a law about that. If there's a cow on the road, please dodge it, because that will not end well for anybody. (laughs) Wisconsin, from 1895 to 1967, actually prohibited the sale and use of
1: margarine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely right. Best That's decision. the right you ever made, I would Wisconsin. for any day.
2: Although that ban has since been lifted, there are still some restrictions that remain. It is still illegal for restaurants to serve their customers margarine in place of butter unless the customer asks for it, although I don't know who ever would. <laughs> and finally, this one is actually for my father, who I think is watching at home. <laughs> According to an old Wisconsin state law that is no longer imposed, when serving apple pie in public restaurants, it must come with
1: cheese.
3: Mmm.
1: Mm. Delicious.
3: It's a swag break! Alright, so we're gonna, it's oh. time to make a deal. If you are familiar with how that's gonna work, I hope so. Thank you. So we have some Exclusive Lutheran Ladies Lounge merch to give you all today in exchange for some things you might have on your person at this very moment in time. So the ladies are going to be out on the floor looking for people to show them that they have what we're looking for. <laughs> are you ladies ready to go? Okay. All right. We got pins. Get your purses open and your mercies and your pockets <laughs> and your fanny packs. I'm gonna, I'm, so right now for this first one, I'm looking for somebody with a Kleenex pocket pack. The pack. Oh! Whoa! Wow. You, I'm gonna go back here. Right that's here. amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got... Jeanette from <laughs> <laughs> Kansas. Jeanette from Kansas. I've got your
3: pocket pack. <laughs> Wait, oh, chapsticks? Did you oh. say chapstick? I said Kleenex pocket
1: pack. Okay, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sorry, sick. I haven't,
3: I haven't gone yet. Um, how about uh, a, a hard candy of some kind, a breath mint? Bonus points for a Werther's original. Those are like my red blood cells. Oh, right here. <laughs> you want it bad. Got one. Give me real one real fast. One. What's your name? Barb. I got Barb. And finally. It's a Werther's. <laughs> Wait, what? I can't hear you. What? Wothers. Oh. Hey. Werther's wothers. <laughs> and finally, let's do um Oh, woof. I don't remember. What was the other one we were going to? A do? grocery receipt. A grocery receipt. Grocery Who's receipts. got a grocery receipt? Look, she's racing her in real that fast. One? I saw this one. Hey. All, All right. right.
2: Over here, for us, Sarah. Sarah from
0: Grass Thank you
3: the exercise. You know what? You can keep the receipt. Failure. <laughs> Here's another chance. I saw you. Orange shirt. This is so chaotic right now. I love I, it. I'm out of swag. I don't even know what's happening at the moment. Erin's <laughs> back there somewhere. All right. Well, let's bring it on back, y'all. <laughs> if you missed out on the giveaway, we do have some merch at the back table after the show, and we will see you there. This is a very nice
1: pocket pack. If you want to trade it back later, we can.
3: Yeah, we can give that back. I'm out of breath now. My mind blank.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Catch your breath, please. Oh, no. That's
3: why I didn't run. The Werthers. Oh, Nailed it. I'm eating it. <laughs> is this one of the caramel-filled ones? It is.
1: <sighs>
0: yes.
1: You guys are great. This is fun. Another one of our favorite types of episodes is story time with Sarah. Sarah, tell us a story. All right, today
0: I'm gonna sit in my comfy chair and read y'all a story. This is a story of Gertrude Simon, but my book has no pictures, which means you're gonna get live pictures. Today, I'm going to tell you a story filled with bravery, danger, war, children, and one strong God-fearing Lutheran woman missionary, Gertrude Anna Simon, who saved 22 infant orphans from imminent danger in the middle of the Japanese invasion of China in 1943. Gertrude Anna Simon was born in 1900, the oldest of nine children, raised on a farm near Zuko, Wisconsin. She knew she wanted to be a nurse. She attended nursing school at Lutheran Hospital in St. Louis and received her nurse's cap in 1926. (laughs) She received her nurse's cap In 1926,
2: (laughs) she worked really hard for this. Hey!
0: Her pastor brother and his wife went to serve in China, and she also accepted a position to serve there. So she traveled on the SS President Monroe to China and arrived in 1927 in the midst of the Chinese Civil War. (laughs) (laughs) After she arrived, she began (laughs) learning the Chinese language. In 1929, Gertrude was assigned to Shaxi, and in 1931, Gertrude moved to Enshi, home to Lutheran Medical Clinic and Orphanage. Enshi is beautiful, but remote, 800 miles into mountainous inner China. She returned to the U.S. for a little while, completing graduate courses at Washington University in St. Louis and Deaconess School in Fort Wayne, where she was consecrated as a Deaconess in 1940. <laughs> Back in NSHE, she managed the Lutheran Medical Clinic and Orphanage, teaching sanitation and health habits, and she opened a school for midwives many of whom were refugees because of the Japanese invasion in the Second Sino-Japanese War. With the Japanese invading from the east, China's capital city was moved from Peking to Chongqing in inner China, not too far west from Enshi, and the Flying Tigers were headquartered in Enshi. These were the first American volunteer group of the Chinese Air Force flying missions to bomb Japan and defend China. These things made Enshi a target for the Japanese bombers overhead. The orphanage was in grave danger, and it was bombed many
3: times.
0: (laughs) There were rumors that Japan would invade the city in 1943. So, Gertrude and her fellow missionaries had to act quickly to keep the orphans safe. Among them were 22 baby girls under the age of two. diapers. The orphanage staff decided to move these babies to a safer place. So Gertrude, who was the orphanage matron and two nurses, volunteered to take them on foot 200 miles over the mountains to one scene. The women secured the babies in cribs, which had carrying poles so the male laborers could carry them. They packed extra cribs with clothing and food, too. And after taking cover from bombing raids, they left on their journey. It was incredibly treacherous. The narrow path was right next to a steep drop-off into a roaring stream. There were giant granite blocks to climb over and around. The mountains were 6,000 feet high. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and the heavy downpours <laughs> made the rocks slippery and soaked all of their belongings. <gasps> 10 days later. Really? They made it to one scene. They named their new farmstead-turned orphanage, Yi Wan Shui, which means one cup of water from when the Bible talks about giving someone a cup of water for Jesus' sake. Can I get
3: a cup of water? Yeah. (laughs) We'll get you one. Find it.
0: Thanks to the women's selfless act of love, these babies survived the journey. Gertrude's story continues on for another 20 years of service as a nurse and deaconess, including many years in Hong Kong, where one of her students became the president of the Hong Kong Lutheran Church. Mm. And the Gertrude Simon Lutheran College was dedicated in 1979 in Hong Kong. And you can read her story and all the stories of other missionaries in China in the 19, early 1900s in the book One Cup of Water, published by your LWML. No, nope, no, nope,
2: nope. <laughs> Okay. I- that was a long script. <laughs> Ooh, Sorry, I'm out of breath. <laughs> I think we need one more set of Wisconsin fun facts. Yes. Now, I had a little struggle writing these because I'm a Michigan girl. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any Michiganders out there? Oh. How about Wisconsinites? How about people who don't come from either state and don't care? Yeah!
3: <laughs> yeah. You already know. Missouri. So,
2: I thought that for our last set of trivia facts, we should probably compare, do some comparison between Wisconsin and Michigan and see which one truly is the superlative state. Michigan. Number one, Ooh. in 2011, Travel Wisconsin sparked a massive social media controversy when they posted a picture of Wisconsin <laughs> as a
3: mitten. False. Of course. Whoa. (laughs) People are still hurt, I think. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Hashtag too soon. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. (laughs) Woof.
2: Fans of the true mitten state, that's Michigan in case you were wondering, fought back and the fuzzy mittens came off for a few days until people calmed down and realized mittens are always better in pairs. Mm. Aww. Aww. This is a best song. Number two, as previously discussed, Wisconsin, and especially the great city of Milwaukee, are known for their breweries. So much so that Milwaukee is Brew City. Of course, Grand Rapids, Michigan, is known as Beer City. Hey,
0: Grand Rapids over there.
2: So we may have to call this one a draw. Maybe. (laughs) But while we are on the subject of cities, you probably all know that Detroit, Michigan is known as Motor City, USA or Motown. What you may not know is that Green Bay, Wisconsin is known as the toilet paper capital of the world. (laughs) (laughs) They got this moniker because it was Green Bay, Wisconsin, that produced the first splinter-free toilet paper. So while toilet paper capital of the world doesn't sound quite as cool as Motown, I am nonetheless incredibly grateful to you, Green Bay. Thank Thank you, Wisconsin. Number four. (laughs) So grateful. (laughs) From cranberry bogs to the Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin is a watery wonderland. In fact, 17% of Wisconsin is composed of water. This includes parts of Lake Superior and Lake Michigan. It has more water than any other state, except Alaska, Florida, and Michigan. (laughs) Sorry, Wisconsin, unless you guys go invade the UP, I think we're going to hold this one for a while. (laughs) There is no denying, however, that Wisconsin is incredibly convenient. Mm. A fact that the wise women of the LWL no doubt took into consideration when they planned this convention. Almost one third of all Americans live within a 500 mile radius of Wisconsin. So I want to see some hands up. Anyone who traveled more than 500 miles to be here.
3: Yeah. Wow, yeah. Woo. You want ready wow. to All right. Very
2: nice. Well done, road warriors. I hope it was worth it. That's all I've got on Wisconsin for tonight. Enjoy your time here, I certainly am.
0: Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies' Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us, too. If you love the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast, consider financially supporting our producer, KFUO Radio, so we can keep doing what we do. Find out how at kfuo.org give.